This is Gary W. Johnson, a.k.a. The Venice Gentleman, coming to you with something that might inspire you, empower you, and motivate you to be a better version of yourself. There's a lot of different things going on in life. There's a lot of different things going on in the world. And we like to try to see if we can say something that someone could benefit from. And uh, we've got different topics and subjects that we uh, discuss. We had a topic uh, last week and it was, uh, is it possible to have a friend of the opposite sex that you are attracted to and not cross the friend zone? And I had a young man that we were doing this last week and someone was saying, uh, we need to talk to a woman about this. Let's get a female on here and talk to a female about this. And so tonight we're coming to you and we've got a female that we're going to talk to, a woman that's going to give uh, her opinion, uh, maybe if she had an experience, uh, something she can share. And, uh, you know, so we're going to get off into that right now. Uh, how you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you. Uh, really glad that you uh, took the time out to uh, join us. Uh, I know time is precious and time is a gift. And I appreciate the, the sacrifice. And uh, again, hopefully someone will be able to benefit from this and, uh, you know, be a better version of themselves. And this topic, I mean, this is something <laughs> that's going to be going on for the ages, you know, because as long as you have man and woman, you know, that's in a relationship or married or something, you know, that friend thing comes up because we knew people before we got together. And, you know, it's like, your friend, what's going on with your friend, you know? <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, so uh, you know what the subject is and mm -hmm. we're just wanting to see if you can uh, maybe share an experience or something with us. Uh, or if not something you experienced personally, uh, something that someone that you were close to that you know of experienced as far as uh, having a friend of the opposite sex and they were attracted to them and not crossing that friend zone. I haven't actually had the experience myself, but I do know someone who has. And I don't think it's, if you're attracted to them, you're going to cross the line. That's the way I feel. Okay. You're going to cross the line if it's, if there's um, now if there's no attraction then yeah you could totally be platonic. I do believe in platonic friendships. There they are out there. They exist. But if there's a mutual attraction to each other I don't see how you cannot cross that line. I don't see any way around it. Especially dip, uh, given circumstances that you might be in. If it's a a work trip, you know, or something like that, and you're out and, and having drinks and things. So, yes, it's totally easy to cross the line if you're, you know, friends and attracted to each other. Well, tell me this. Let's say uh, it's a woman and she's attracted to this man, but this man is really not attracted to her, but, you know, they're friends. And... Mm -hmm. It may go on, I guess, maybe a year, two years, four years, last year, last year, last week, the guy was telling me that it had been four years that he and this young lady had been friends. Mm -hmm. And with them being friends, 
he never really thought anything much of it because they would go to like, let's say a play or, you know, uh, a movie or something. And they knew each other, they were friends. In fact, they worked together. And so she was never really crossing the line and he wasn't crossing the line. It wasn't like, you know, going to her place and hugging and, you mm -hmm. know, kissing or any of that. And one particular uh, weekend, they had gone someplace together and they'd gone places together before, but this particular weekend, she held his hand as they were walking down the street like they were a couple. <laughs> and that's when things started to change. Didn't change instantly right then, but that's when things started to change. And I was telling him that I felt like if one of them was strong and didn't break weak, even though the attraction was there with one of them, if mm -hmm. one was strong and didn't break weak, well, it's possible that could have gone on yes. and their friendship could have lasted. But if you got somebody that breaks weak, like if it's a woman that's attracted to this man and this man is just trying to be friends, well, if this woman break weak and cross the line and this man decide, I'm not strong enough to do this, I'm going to give in to this. And most likely they will. Because <laughs> <laughs> to me, I don't think a man have to actually be attracted to a lady to sleep with them. Personally, I don't think. It, that's normally on the woman end. We have to have an attraction to someone. I, of course, men have to. It has to be some type of attraction. But uh, even with them just being friends or something, that the personality and getting to know each other. So it, there's an attraction somewhere. It might not be physical, but it's still an attraction. So I don't, I think most men, because I'm looking now, I have a lot of guy friends. And if I wanted to, they would do it. They'll break. Right. They will break. So that's just in my experience. I, 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 I don't know if men are strong enough to not break. It might be some out there, but me being a single woman for the last six years, uh, I've ran across, you know, people that really crossed the line. Even with friendships. Right. So, yeah, but if, if she break, the woman break, yeah, the man probably follow follow through. <laughs> I think they're going to follow through with it. And it might regret it later, but initially, you know, you're just going to test the waters to see. So, but there are platonic friendships. There are, but if somebody, like you say, both have to stand strong on it. And if one break, it might be easy to, uh, a woman might not break too much, but if a man cross the line and do it, a woman might hold up and say, no, we're just totally friends. But I, I've never seen a man do that. And they might, but I've never seen that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, with some of the things that I've seen in life and, you know, I've experienced some things in life. I mean, with that friendship thing, too. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, you're absolutely correct. Um, you know, let's say if if a man, you know, was attracted to this woman and she said, oh, no, no, let's just be friends. I don't want to mess <laughs> nothing up. You know, if she remains strong and stay true to that, you know, well, then the man won't cross the line. And it's not like, you know, the man is tugging on her and pulling on her like he's in high school. Right. Know, He's respecting her wishes and trying to keep it that way. But at the same time, the attraction is there. But if that woman decided at one point that she breaks weak, you know, uh, it could be like, 
maybe they're slow dancing or something and yeah you know uh it's like i'm not talking about like like at a club let's say a man went by and it just happened to be like a holiday or something or let's say it was a uh, you know new year's eve or something like that and a man went by to you know maybe drop off something to her pick up some pictures photographs or something and she said do you want to drink before you leave and you know because the man has something else to do and the man oh yeah okay all right you know being sociable and mm-hmm. knowing we're friends and then you know she's listening to some old music not for you just doing it because she's at home by herself and uh having a drink with you and then a certain song comes on and you know you decide you know we want to try to dance and then when your body's touch and connect <laughs> and then when you start feeling something and start feeling some kind of way well if she gives in a little bit well it's yeah. on it might not be yeah. on that night yeah it's but like, it's it's the start of something right it's the start right. of, it's just like you said with them uh she with the hole in his hand as they were walking it was the start of something right and then an intimate setting really creates that sparks that energy that intimate setting if she's there listening to me like you say she's just in home relaxing and chilling and that's just the vibe that that starts so yeah it's going to start something do you think men uh can hold pretty steadfast on saying no in a relationship I, i think the average man could especially if he's got a woman that he's intimate with already and you know he's having as much sex as he want with the other woman she's affectionate mm-hmm. uh and uh she's always uh you know doing things to you know make sure that their relationship is secure but he has this woman that's a friend uh i think in a situation like that uh he can really you know be steadfast uh you know i i would think the average man could uh but at some point if uh if a woman breaks weak and comes on to him you know at the the right particular time you know he might like you say it might be regretted later but a man might will go ahead and do that but i'm sure there's some guys out here that are just strictly friends and they don't cross that line and if the woman wanted to cross the line they would say look no you know uh i got this woman at home and i don't want to do yes. that uh i i know that that can happen i know that that can happen it can but what if you think she's pretty consistent what if she tried it this first time and he said no i got a woman but if she stays consistent like sporadic here and there but it's still she tried more than once you think he'll just kind of stick with no i have a woman uh if he knows how to <laughs> and i think about this song <laughs> you got to uh know when to hold know when to fold know <laughs> when to walk away or know when to run you know <laughs> so yeah. if he can stick to those things it's like uh this is getting a little hot hey look i'm going to go ahead and split you know if, <laughs> yeah. if he'll just walk away uh i think i think he can manage to do that but uh you know i've heard something else also uh you know how can a man hold fire in his bosom and not get burnt you know when you uh have a woman and you start making that you know connection and having that intimate connection uh and when i said intimate i don't mean like sexually but you know like maybe the body's touching in some kind yes. of way or a hug yes. or something like that you know a touching of the face or the hand and it's like okay 
then it's like if you stay there too long you're going to cross that friend zone yeah that's i think so too i think so too i think because it's best to just get out the situation if if it's going you know you you sense that coming on like that right 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 situation. but like i say there are some platonic friendships there are some and I, I don't know if it's because because i do have a lot of guy friends myself and i uh, i'm trying to think of some who hasn't made a comment or when i say cross the line not meaning like touchy or anything but you know just make a little slick a smart comment i might have two or three that has never done that and they do have wives and stuff like that well actually all of them do but they still will make comments on you know how I look or something of some sort. So that's why it was kind of hard for me to, I ain't gonna say hard to believe, but you know, just kind of like, oh, men will try anything. And you know that'll mess up the friendship and the dynamic with me and your wife, me and you, you know, everything. Right. So yeah, but it's totally platonic because I keep it that way. In my experiences. And I feel like that's what it takes if you know, you can stay strong and you don't break weak. You know, it can it can stay that way. Um, and so a man, he's not going to try to, you know, push past the boundaries. The average man won't. And like you said, it might make little comments or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, I, I call it testing the water. Mm-hmm. You know, it might just test the water and kind of see like where you coming from and, uh, and may not do it every time that you... Uh, you know, talking or, you know, uh, just being around each other. But from time to time, just yeah. drop a little something just to see how you respond and how you react. Uh, and uh, if you uh, don't come on to them, they'll probably just leave it alone. But if at any point you break weak, like right now you caught me at a point where I'm feeling the need and I want you to feel this need in me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. They'll do it from time to time, not all the time, but from time to time, just to see, I guess, where my mindset is, or if like try to see. Yep. So. <laughs> but you know, uh, it's it's just uh, it's just a part of the makeup of a man. <clears throat> you know, when I think of you know uh, the man, and then you know you got a woman. It's like. Uh, it's like they're supposed to be attracted to each other. You know, I mean, uh, uh, we're living in a society today where a lot of things are being changed. Like there was a mistake made. It's not supposed to be a man and woman. It's supposed to be a man and a man. Or it's supposed to be a woman and a woman. I'm attracted to that man. You know, I'm attracted to like, whoa. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that's a whole nother separate <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh most men especially in corporate uh that's in, like i say that's why my mindset is so on like men will cross the line because i've had bosses and things like if you do a team building event and especially once drinks get involved they'll make comments and i'm like i can't believe he's saying this and these here are not even just really friends these here are like superior to me <laughs> uh, so for them to you know like we had a game and you know drinking so now I see how you really looking or think you know it just kind of crossed the line so when drinking and different things get involved yeah men cross the line they cross the line and I can agree wholeheartedly with that 
I think that they get very relaxed and they're comfortable and they don't know how relaxed and how comfortable you are. And whereas they try to <clears throat> reframe some certain things like in the workplace and like, oh, no, I'm not going to. But now we're not in the workplace, even though we're still working together, but we're not in the workplace. And this is a fun, exciting atmosphere and I'm just having fun. And then, hey, I'm just being myself now, you know, and it's not like I'm at work like, hey, look, let me check myself before I wreck myself. Yeah. Like, we're out having fun and this is what I do when I'm out having fun and let me drink another beer, let me drink <laughs> this and you get real relaxed and you know, you get off into that thing to where you're just being yourself and then sometimes where you've been feeling certain things maybe about a female like yourself and I don't know a you know how you look what kind of body you got and all that but if you're an attractive woman and you got a, a decent body on yourself and uh you you fashionable and you know you smell good you look good and all this other good stuff they may have been thinking different things already mm -hmm. and then once we get off into this place to where it's christmas party or a game like you say or something like that and a lot of times a christmas party especially when you yes that's when you see a lot of things and you know next thing you know it's a conversation about this or that and they may not get way out of line but it may be they get a little closer to you getting up into your intimate space or touch you in a certain way the words you feeling a little uncomfortable like uh i think you're getting a little too close to me or something like that <laughs> right because of the alcohol and you get real relaxed mm-hmm yeah, I all uh, my grandmother used to tell me uh, a drunk tongue has a I mean, is it a drunk mind has a sober tongue? You say what you really feel when you're drunk. So <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like, this is what they've been thinking or feeling all along, and now they got the nerves to actually say it because they're gonna blame the liquor for doing it. And true, and and sometimes that can be a deliberate act. I mean. I don't know of anybody that's done that personally, but it's easy to say, I was drinking, I didn't realize, you know, I mean, it was the alcohol and uh, <laughs> I, I was just drinking. Uh, in fact, uh, I don't remember if it was Jamie Foxx or somebody like, there was a song I- Blame it on the alcohol. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, that's it. That's but, it. You know, alcohol will have you doing some things and uh you know I, i'm gonna share this with you i uh i had a friend and uh you know we were cool and everything and i wasn't really trying to hit on her you know what i mean but she was the kind of friend that if i went by a place i could hug and that's it and then you know it's not like i'm trying to go to bed with it or anything like that and you know so uh uh one particular night i was like you know uh at a party or something and i was drinking a little bit and when I told her about it, she said, well, you know, if you ever have too much to drink and you're in this area, you know, you can spend the night with me, you know? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and so uh, anyway, I had told her that I wasn't like a high school kid where I was going to chase her all around the bed or anything like that. And so uh, I wanted to show her that it was safe and it was okay. I wouldn't do anything. And so I spent the night with her probably about, on five different occasions not like every weekend and this one particular night uh i wasn't drunk because i don't get drunk you know and uh 
anyway, I had a little something to drink and I was feeling comfortable and, you know, we sleep in the same bed and I never really tried anything. But this particular night, uh, I, I put my arm like right over her uh, shoulder and then my hand, I touched her breast. And, you know, if she wouldn't have turned around anything, I would just went to sleep like that just with my arm on her. But then she turned around to me, and when she did that, I'm thinking, wow, uh, she wants to be intimate. And I'm like, okay. And so being the gentleman that I am, you know, so I had to be accommodating. And so that was it, and it was on after that. So, so let me ask this. Were you testing the waters when you did that? I really wasn't. I really wasn't. I, I just, I just, you know how you could put your arm over somebody's shoulder, uh-huh. you know, and, uh, you know, so I just got real relaxed and I wasn't like, I want this tonight, but it was just something that was spontaneous and I yeah. wasn't drunk, but I had been drinking. Okay. And, uh, you know, if she would have just, you know, left it alone, I would have left it alone and went to sleep. But uh, when she turned to me, I'm like, okay, all right. So anyway, I, I so know that, that was the break part. <laughs> that, was, that, was. that was the break. I crossed the friend zone with that one. So uh, speaking of personal experience, uh, but if she would have stayed strong, you know, it would have been cool. But she didn't, you know, so I mean. So how was the dynamic after that? After that, she was my woman. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it was like, yeah, after that, she was my woman. I mean, she'd come to my place after that. She had never been to my place. I never invited her. You know, she was just a friend. You know, but, but it's just... a true story of friend turned lovers. Exactly. That's that's nice. That's really nice. Exactly. 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 Yep. Well, well. Because how do you feel about um, people who have just romantic relationships, just sexual? Do you think it could stay that way for, you know, is it just a limited time? Or do you think that'll last? Just sexual? Well, Woman. well, if you if you haven't had time to be friends first and then it just becomes sexual, it could possibly last because if you all feel like you had somewhat a pretty good chemistry together mm -hmm. and, you know, you like some of the same things, like we like the same music or, you know, uh, both of us like to drink a little bit, but not too much. Yeah. You know, uh, we like watching these old movies. We like comedy. We like this. Or we like going to uh, concerts together. It's like, oh, you like jazz too? Or it's a concert in town. Okay, this person is coming, you know, and you find that you have a lot in common, different interests, and uh, you may find that, you know, from just the sexual part, it becomes like, okay, I'm getting off into you uh, mentally, mm -hmm. uh, not just emotionally, but I'm getting into you mentally, and we're connecting, you know? And so a lot of times, you know, it could happen. Uh, now, sometimes, you know, if you hadn't sit down to talk and say like, well, you know, I believe in the nation of Islam or I'm a Christian or I'm a seven-day Adventist. And if you hadn't talked about that, you know, something like that could interfere with that being something that could be yeah. long-lasting. Okay. Yeah, that's true. It, it could. Because normally, yeah, the, I, 
you do have situations. Well, I have been in situations where you, you 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 start to get feelings for them, so you just pull back, so you won't even have to worry about it <laughs> because you don't even know where it would go anyway. You know, so. Well, right, but the the more, and I and I tell people uh, from time to time, you know, it's a phrase. Uh, conversation rules the nation, and an understanding beats the world. If you are starting to get really interested in that person, uh, not saying like sexually or anything like that, but you like where their head is and you're talking about different subjects, whether it's about business or, you know, politics or different things like that. Uh, just some of the events that's happening in the world and, you know, it's find out this guy's intellectual and things like this and, you know, he's feeding your brain and it's like this guy's really smart and I really like talking to him and we're on the phone and it's like when I'm on the phone with him, it's like I find myself finding it very hard to get off the phone with this guy and we've been talking about an hour but it seems like about 25 or 30 minutes and you start to want more of that. It's kind of like he's quenching your thirst like uh, a thirst maybe you didn't even realize you had and mm -hmm. now you found this oasis and it's like I'm drawn to this man and not just like on the sexual side you know and then so when you do that and you become friends like that and know each other and then the sex come in there too well I mean it could become a marriage yeah you're right that's that's a good way to look at that if you do it that way that's a good way to look at it because you know it, it, it be, in my experience it, it I'm, I'm guessing it might be just me you know I just I rather pull back instead of communicate exactly how I feel so yeah that might just be me and some of my friends that do that because <laughs> you we, we have the fear of rejection you know no one wants to be rejected uh yeah rejection uh is a tough pill to swallow but if uh, if you're a man that's really in tune with yourself and your feelings and you can get to a point to where it's just like I don't mind rejection and you feel confident in yourself to know that if you are rejected it's not because of me because what I'm bringing to the table you know I know it's not being rejected because of what I'm bringing to the table it's what she desires and she's designed something different. Oh, that's a good perspective. Okay. I, I had a cousin that told me something once. And, uh, you know, I was going through a separation because I had been married for 20 years. And I was going through a separation. So I'm trying to get back out there and start dating and everything. And, you know, sharp dresser, smelling good, you know, charismatic, you know, my mannerisms, everything's good. You know, my posture and everything like that. You know, uh, so anyway, I was talking to one of my cousins one day and told him that I'd seen this woman in the store. And, you know, I'm trying to hit on this woman and I know I'm dressed sharp. I'm smelling good. I got some nice cologne on, you know, my posture is good, my overall demeanor. Uh, and, you know, the way I said things in my dialogue and my tone, I thought all of that is good. Everything is hidden. But she wanted no parts of me. And I was telling my cousin about it. He said, look, cuz, let me explain something to you, man. Because he was an older guy. Mm -hmm. He said, man, if a woman don't want you, you can't make her have you. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking about that and I'm like, okay. 
I didn't have to start second guessing myself. Like, is something wrong with me? I mean, was my my breath not right or something? Uh, yeah. She didn't like my cologne, or she didn't like the way I was dressed. Uh, you know. And so it's like, no, it wasn't me. It was her, and what she desired and what she didn't desire. You know. And so the thing of it is, when I got to that stage in my life, it's like. I don't mind rejection because I'm not going to look at it like I've got to second guess myself and look in the mirror like, what's wrong with me? It's uh-huh. not me. And so I got to a point to where I would talk to a woman and I know it could be rejected, but I'm not afraid of rejection, you know, and I know how to take it and keep going. But some men, they, they can't do it. And that's why it's hard for them sometimes to just open up dialogue with a woman and start talking to a woman because they may feel like, oh, she's pretty, man. She's fine. She got somebody. Uh, she's not going to want to talk to me. Mm-hmm. And so they count themselves out, you know, before they even try, you know. And so a lot of guys are like that. And they're just not going to verbalize how they really feel because they're afraid of the rejection. They don't want rejection. It's like, you know, man, I don't mind myself because I'm not afraid of rejection because if I get rejected, I'm going to look at it. She just didn't want me. You know, it's nothing about me. She just didn't want me. And that shows a good sign of confidence, too. It's knowing whether you want me or not, I'm good either way. Right. Yeah, it's confidence. I, I like that perspective. I never thought about it that way. I really like that perspective of that. Instead of looking at rejection or is something that I'm not bringing to the table, it's just not what that person needed or desired at the time. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know, but the average person, they they don't they don't want to be rejected, and you know, it's it's something that goes way back to probably their teenage days, and you know, getting embarrassed because they walked across the the dance floor uh, <laughs> to dance with somebody at at school. They had a dance in the gym, and everybody in the gym is watching you walk over on the side where the girls are. You try to get a dance, and she doesn't want to dance with you. And now you have to walk back, like with your tail between your legs, like, "Oh man, she turned you down." And don't let your fellas be high siding. Oh, you know, so you know, it's like, no, nah, I don't want to get rejected, be embarrassed. You know, some guys, you know, yeah, in there at a club, and they're afraid to walk across, you know, uh, the club to ask a woman because people might be looking at them, and it's like. I don't want people to look at me. If she don't dance with me, I walk over there and she reject me. It's like, oh, everybody will know it, you know, because anyway, yeah. Uh, because <laughs> I've gone through that phase myself. Because when I was in, 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 in high school, like in 10th, 11th grade, mm-hmm. I was kind of shy, you know. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, I grew my shyness, but it was like, man, I don't want to be embarrassed. If she doesn't dance with me, man, nah, uh, no, I can't take a chance, you know. And sometimes that carries over to adulthood with certain guys. And uh, they never get past that. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I know something like that, too. I do. That's a good perspective. I'm about to tell my friend girls about that perspective of it. Instead of looking at it as rejection. Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, it just, you know, it all depends on your mindset. And like you say, you have a certain amount of confidence in yourself. When you walk around with, you know, that kind of confidence... You know, some men doesn't realize it, but it's almost like magnetism, you know, mm-hmm. because a woman sees something different in you than these other guys, but it's the confidence you have in yourself. Yes, it is. It is. It's about confidence. It's about itself. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I think it's very hard for 
a man to be attracted to a woman and not cross the friendship line. I think it could be done, but I think seven out of 10 cases, you know, uh, eventually uh, a man is going to cross the line. I agree with that. Seven out of 10 is a good way to put that. Seven out of 10. Because you have the ones who, you know, that's going to hold steadfast, who's bared, and just have those values and morals of like, no, I'm not going to do it. And then you have the others who will take that chance and the others, other set that's just going to be like, okay, let's go ahead on and do it anyway. You know, so, yeah. Seven out of 10 would be a good, good ratio to give that. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, I just wanted to, uh, you know, get a woman's perspective and see what a woman thought about it because last week we're just talking to men uh, or one particular man and uh, we wanted to find out you know what a woman thought about that if it was something that uh, could possibly happen and uh, you know last week uh, we uh, both basically said the same thing that we feel like it can but it's very difficult and with the woman saying the same thing that it can uh, be done but it can be difficult and uh, like you said most of the time uh, you know if a woman would stay strong well then that friendship will stay there and that guy he won't cross that friendship line yeah it's gonna it's most likely gonna be up to the woman to host that right. fast of it right 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 and I've, I've seen that from my personal experience that I shared a few minutes ago but uh, <laughs> anyway uh, you know it's just something that happened but that's life you know but uh anyway uh just about time to close this one out i've really enjoyed uh the conversation i appreciate you sharing your thoughts uh and uh is there anything else that you might want to share before we close this one out no i can't think of anything i kind of ask minds in the midst of the conversation and everything so okay well good so anyway uh hopefully that uh we said something that might uh and inspire, uh, empower, and motivate somebody to be a better version of themselves. Because in life, uh, as we go through different phases and go through different changes and challenges, uh, we find ourselves like having to uh, reinvent ourselves. And, you know, me personally, I'm constantly trying to be a better version of myself. And uh, whether it's reading self-help books or, you know, looking at some mistakes others made and I'm not going to make that mistake. Or if I made a mistake, I'm not going to keep making the same mistake. Uh, I remember reading something somewhere that is human to error and anybody can make a mistake, but a fool insists on repeating it. Mm. So, uh, I try to make sure that I'm trying to constantly knock off rough edges and polish up so I can be a better me. And, yeah. You know, in life, you know, if I can uh, say something and, and help somebody somewhere along the way, uh, and it may not be on my podcast, it just might be, you know, talking to a young man in a grocery store or something. And, you know, in the gym, some young men, they look at me because I work out and they might want to talk to me about various things. And uh, because I'm like a seasoned guy and uh, they might want to ask me about various things and look at the way I carry myself and ask me certain questions. So, uh, I feel like it's almost my appointed duty to give it back. You know, yeah. so if they're receptive, you know, I try to give it back and help somebody along the way. But uh, anyway, again, I've enjoyed the conversation. Uh, thank you for your time. So on that note, we're getting ready to close this one out. 
So right now I'm going to say good night. Good night.